And if you if you gave running Joe Biden some shurikens, I'm not gonna say it, but he could probably beat Gara in a fight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How soon into his presidency do you think Joe Biden's gonna have to stoop down and take off the leg weights that Mike Guy <laughs> gave him? <laughs> what what day's inauguration? January twentieth? Question mark. So I assume this event will take place on the twenty first. He's just gonna yes. <laughs> he's boom, gonna go boom. fight Gara, and he's going to. You think he's feeble, but it's really just he's holding himself back. He's gonna unlock the seventh gate. Archers, attack! Keep firing. Let none escape. Another down. Do not relent. After continuing recording problems, I'm slide whistle. I am immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Punch, 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 punch me, punching Donald Trump in the face when I voted for Biden. This is the first one since that's been announced. Go us. We personally did it. We are responsible. We did it, Joe. Uh, Okay, drunk drunk Kamala, calm down. I'm not going to be comfortable until January, so whatever. No point in talking about it. This is bullshit. This man's crazy. Everyone's crazy. No, I'm this crazy. Is the, this is the fun part where we know we won, but we can't get disappointed yet. So we can just goof on the Republicans. <laughs> and then come like my birthday, it'll be like, oh, no. Why did we <laughs> Why did we endorse fracking as a nation? Ooh, that's the thing. Now, the thing is, we don't actually like Biden, and we're just waiting to attack him, because he's also shitty. Hopefully his team brings better things. And his chief of staff, RuPaul, the fracking queen. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, That'd be great. Uh, Okay, wait, so like, I know we're gonna talk about this later, but let's just talk about this now. Right? Let's talk about the fucking pre-patch event, because I'm kind of mad about it. it. It's the thing to talk about. Okay, so overall, I guess, do we want to just start with opinions of it, or do we want to talk about, like, a breakdown of, like, in the individual parts of it? Um, I guess I'll just start by saying, overall, it feels a little underwhelming. And I know there's mm-hmm. a part two coming next week. So, I don't know, I guess we start with, like, the questing we have initially that leads us into, like, the storyline we're getting next week, maybe? Sure. I mean, I feel like the questing for me, as is the whole event in general, it feels uninspired. I feel like kind of boring. Yeah. Doesn't really give a whole lot. The most like, important. There was, there, was like, a, there was a big part that is like, oh, the Scourge is coming back. Go, champion, and go check in on these three zones. And then you go and you don't really even do any quests there. You just go and like talk to... Lieutenant Schmingle, and he's like, oh, there's a zombie. Then you fly to Lieutenant Bilborf, and he's like, oh, there's two zombies. And then finally you get to Lieutenant Schmumble, and he's like, oh, there's a lot of zombies. Yeah, and then you report back, and then you get information that they've uh, discovered where Nathanos is, and then also at the same time are like, hey, go up to Ice Crown. And I feel like that's Unless basically the storyline. like me, and you go, when am I gonna go fight Nathanos? And you have to look online, and it's like, there were so many people jumbled on this quest giver, you didn't see him, Aaron. Yeah, literally, that happened to me too. I was like, okay, well, I, ha- I finished this quest thing, and I have a little branching path here. And I was like, oh, but I already killed Nathanos. I didn't know I had to do a quest for it. So I had to... I had to fly back out 
and from Eastern Plaguelands like three times because I wasn't on my fucking mage like a stupid ass. I was on my druid and I had to fucking just swoop out there. That felt like the longest flight path of my life. Maybe it was just the anticipation of knowing that I was about to finally kill Nathanos. I don't know. That was the best part, though. Fucking just killing. Okay, so how about this? Let's talk about the pre-batch stuff minus uh, the cinematic and stuff. And we can have that fun talk later about mm-hmm. fucking Taronda's dump truck she's got back there. <laughs> she got that dumpy. So um, you do all these things near Stormwind. Which, by the way, this should not go without saying, when you first roll up to start the event, Gen is just on all fours, butt waggling in the air, just casually going like, no, how did I let him escape? Uh, although it- I, I had to like fan my way through a crowd because there's so many people because I did it day of. And I was like, get out of here. I want to see daddy Gen on his on all fours again. So I will say, like, once you talked again there, there is that one portion where I think it, like, phases you a little bit, and then it's, like, just you and, like, the other important NPCs there for a little bit, and then they have, like, this dialogue after after they show you the cinematic that we talked about, like, weeks ago when Anduin gets yoinkied, and I feel like this is, like, one of the most important and interesting parts of the questing that we got, and Slide was telling me he missed it. Yeah, I didn't know that people were going to keep talking after the fucking shit. I was like, okay, the Scourge is here. Gen's screaming about another lost one of his quote-unquote sons, whatever. And I'm like, let me get out of here. I got shit to do. And I guess, apparently, fucking Talia learned about her fucking dad? Yes. Why why did they make it a fucking little after quest and not just like a regular conversation? Silly slide whistle. Don't you know that no Alliance conversation is ever done until a character tells another one, there's much we need to discuss. <laughs> like, fuck, guess you're fucking right. Damn. Yeah, and I feel like they've been, like, edging us on this Talia drop for a long time. And then, like, was it Gen or was it Matthias Shaw? It was, just, it, was, like, it was Shaw that was like, if there's anyone who knows what to do with the Scourge, it's Bolvar. And then just Talia's like, did you say Bolvar Fulldragon? My name's Talia Fulldragon. That's, that's me pops. Is he alive? And then... <laughs> Everyone looks at her in the eyeballs and says, Oh, Talia, there's much for us to discuss. How could you leave this poor girl like that with that? Oh, Talia, we'll get to this later. You know, just your father, who you thought was dead for 15 years, is still around. And also the Lich King. What? Tell her ass right now. She said, yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing he didn't slip on a big banana peel at the Rothgate. That would have been so embarrassing. And then <laughs> you just hear in the distance, there's much for us to discuss. And I don't know if that, I don't, I don't know if that conversation is going to happen like next week in part two of this event or just some point in Shadowlands or if they're going to address it more than just this. I, I would kind of not be surprised if they just never addressed it again. <laughs> They're probably never going to address it on the Alliance side, but the Horde are going to have a lengthy, lengthy talk about it and the details it has to fucking unravel. Apparently the Horde had got a similar thing, though I'm not sure what they're talking about. So probably which fucking spikes they want to put up in their huts. <laughs> Z- Zappy boy goes, did you say Bolvar? That's that's me Pada's name. Oh no, the fucking siblings are long lost twins. Oh no, this makes my fanfics a little more complicated. Zappy girl. (laughs) 
Okay, and so then, did the quests in Northrend ever really explain about the rares that spawn across the map? No. Did they even mention them? They just kind of happen, and you got to figure no. it out before going the wildhead. No, you go, exactly. You, you, you go to the Argent tournament in Ice Crown, and they just look at you and they say, "There's zombies here." And then you do a bunch of quests, and then they look at you and say, "There's zombies here," and that's what you're given for a week. Yeah, and like there's a repeatable daily where they want you to collect those like blue and green little scourge trinket things and turn them in for argent points, but like they don't imply to you at all that one of the best ways to do it is camping these rares. No one tells you this. No one even tells you there are rares unless like you like pay attention to like the chat and like everyone's pinging where the next one is because it's on a set cycle. Yeah, it's really bizarre like so i feel like this is probably really nostalgic for a lot of players who were playing in wrath because they're like oh my god look it's it's just a card true heart and then for me i'm just like oh it's just a card true heart uh the bitch in hearthstone who enhanced your hero abilities so i could have two little paladin buddies instead of one paladin buddy that's literally like i don't care about these people like they don't mean much to me at all these npcs yeah yeah, you, I feel like it's a real, like, you had to have been there, because there was some guy in chat who's like, oh my god, it's been ten years, I finally got Ingvar's head slicer, and, like, it's a Wrath-era axe, which means it looks boo-boo. I was like, why are you excited about Ingvar's head slicer? Yeah, I agree with what you guys both just said. It feels like this whole event is catered towards people who are nostalgic for the Wrath expansion, in particular for the Scourge event leading into that as well. But then also just the expansion as a whole, because all these items and things that are dropping, I guess you could get from instances in the Wrath expansion as well. So like mm-hmm. I was questing with Ash from our guild and we were killing rares and I got this dagger that dropped and he was like, oh my God, Immune, that's the first epic I ever got from a drop in an instance. And I was like, well, You're like, first well off, it's like, my 78th I'm also like. <laughs> I'm also like, who remembers their first epic drop? I don't know. I mean, I guess because when we started playing, I feel like epics, the the colors have never meant shit to me. Basically, what the colors have meant to me is gray means I can't transmog it. And that's it. <laughs> that, that's literally it. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's smart that they're catering to these people because, I mean, if Shadowlands has sold the most of an expansion ever surely a large percentage of this base is going to be people who are playing at the peak of the game, which is Wrath, right? So it's a pretty good tie-in for everybody else, but man, it feels like ass for me. This was like the worst pre-patch event I've played. Granted, I've only played three. So this was going to be my big brain thing at the end, but I feel like this event is really useful and really cool for people who are just coming up or people who have been playing for years and this is nostalgic for them and we sit right in the middle as fairly experienced people who don't care about wrath but also don't have a lot to gain from like i level 100 weapons to just be like oh so nothing's going on yet yeah i agree i agree with that because i feel like this is really good for our alts so i actually just decided this afternoon to start running my rogue immuno up there because if i get the leather set which i also kind of like because i I like the way it looks so i want to collect it but her overall eye level is like 85 so like the set in general will really help her 
So it helps like people who want to level their alts, people who are maybe just coming back to the game, like our old GM bear. He's like, oh my God, this gear is so good for me. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe it's because you've been gone for years. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, okay, I've got like 13 alts and most of them are above eye level 100. Granted, I have been playing a lot recently, but it's like, yeah, like the gear doesn't really offer me much. I, I got a weapon off the Thanos, which is great because it's 115. It was great for my druid. But then my other problem is I, I do want this transmog that I don't have. But the way to obtain it, this honestly feels like one of the worst ways to kill the world bosses than the past events. Because there's 20 world bosses and only one spawns at a time. Only one spawns at a time, which is fine. But then they're on a 20-minute spawn timer. And so you're just flying around from each boss to each boss, parking your ass, sitting in a big clump of idiots who are talking about random shit, and you go to the next one. T to do all of them, it takes six hours and 40 minutes. And that's if you get the drops you want, which, come on, you know you're not going to fucking get every drop you want. There's no way. <laughs> To be fair, there's only one drop I really want, and it's the one off of, um, what's his name, Bronjum or something like that, and it's the 34-slot bag. I'm like, I feel like that'd be awesome to have. I love how the big bag is like, so essential that Wildhead updated their little timers to add a Bronjum bag counter, so you know when he's going to be up on the server. I <laughs> These rares, I do not like that. <laughs> I do not like them, Sam I am, but... <laughs> It is not because of anything that, like, the game did. It's that day one, minute one, second one, Wowhead and everyone was like, mm, here's the detailed list of all 20 of them down to the time and down to the order. So it's not like a fun thing of like, oh, I hear a name on the wind, a horn on the wind. We're going to go fight Bjarljom. It's after you kill one guy, everyone says... Okay, pins in the chat. Bjarljum's up in 19 minutes and 58 seconds. And they just go round and round and do that. And I was like, this is no way to live. Where's the surprise? Where's the fun? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it feels bad. And I also think it feels bad because it encourages literally everyone in the zone to be in the same place at the same time. And I know personally, since I played like the night it, of it launch. cannot handle it. Yeah, like, I have a decent computer, too, and, like, Illic was not able to handle it. I was like, am I casting my spells? Did I tag the boss? I don't know. And then I'm like, I have to wait, like, a minute just to loot the boss afterwards. Part of it, too, like, it kind of feels way too passive. So we're, we're supposed to be repelling a Scourge invasion, and yet we got literally our entire army just parked at one dude waiting to pop him. Like, it feels lame. Like, it's it's kind of so boring. I've been doing it during recording because I can just sit at a boss and kill it when it's off. Uh, I did see that while we were doing things. I saw you were actively an ice crowd and I said, I mean, I guess I don't blame them. It's not like it takes active participation. Like I literally just moon, I'm just going to moonfire it once it pops up. And then I just will sit there for 20 minutes and I'll move at the very end of it. Like, I don't know. It's cool. I I'm glad that people are enjoying it because people in general chat are eating it up people are like oh my god i got this set people are saying how much they ripped the rattle gore and the black knight whoever the fuck the black knight he was like he was the trial crusader boss i think maybe mm -hmm. I, I still know him as the guy in hearthstone who kills taunts <laughs> so like it's definitely an us problem because we're such in the middle but it's really bizarre because like the legion event was so good the bfa event was so good so like i don't know i don't know a big part of it for me, 
is so with your Argent Crusader currency, you can get like a little temporary toy, or maybe it's a real toy. I haven't looked into it. It just it's real. You, it, you sweep up Scourge Goo, and you can get a Geist pet, and then everything else is a I level one hundred armor set. That I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll collect that. But it's just the Dread Gladiator set from BFA. So it's slightly different. It's like the the Dread Gladiator set is like blue and gold for the Alliance. And this is like mm. blue and like golden brown. It's like different. I mean, and then like I know at least in the cloth set as well, the cape is different. The headpiece is a circlet instead of a hood. Oh, the shoulders are slightly different mm. and it's a different belt. But like, I agree with you. Like, it's kind of it's, a little lazy. Yeah. And like, this is the part that people like on the Wowhead comments and like the forums are like, going apeshit like angry over and i'm like this is the part you're angry at i'm like i actually think it's like one of the like better parts because it gives me something that i can actually work towards if i want that set because i don't have the leather set like the dread gladiator one i don't think so well and the thing is it's just a pre-patch event so like i would rather this event be lazy and maybe uninspired so they can work on the actual expansion you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sure, I'll t- I'll guess I'll take a shitty brown mustard recolor if it means they can dedicate more resources towards the actual game. But I still no. do kind of wish the set w- the set was better. I because like, how know. long how long was Legion's event? I think on average the events are like around two or three weeks, right? I, it because... might have been four weeks. For some reason, I remember it being almost a full month. Yeah, I, I remember be wrong, it being though. really long, and I remember you could trade for a set that at least I had never seen before. The the Fell set was completely different, and that's all I'm really asking for. I mean, I'm not going to be like, change it, Blizzard, petition, but yeah. I was excited because I wanted a cool new Scourge armor set for this event, and then it was just like, no, it's the same thing you have three to four variations of. And I feel like they could have just done like one set for all of the armor classes if they wanted to save time Mm. that way too. Just like a Scourge theme overall set that's just like Mog. Damn, that's a good point, Aaron. I actually forgot all about that set. So like I see that set and I'm like, I can't wear this. Everyone's wearing it. Man, that so much time has passed since that event. Like no one's wearing it. I should put it on again. That shit's retro now. Now the the only the only reason I'm gonna go through with getting all this armor is because it is gonna go away. These colors will be unobtainable, and I know there's gonna be a time when I'm like, I should have gotten the brown mustard pants to match my clue. Yeah, I mean, I'm already kind of close to getting it on cloth, and I'm gonna bring my my um rogue up there so I can start getting it for leather. I mean, and then like. You only need to get like the toy and the pet once, right? So then you can mm-hmm. just start dedicating on your alt solve it just to the set. So like you guys said it was a toy. The broom is a toy, right? It doesn't I don't think it says it's a toy, like It's a toy. I'm pretty sure it's a toy, right? I thought it was just an I, item. Yeah, I didn't know if it was just a usable item. The description sort of makes it seem like it's just an item. Yeah, which made me not want it. Well, I'm going to grab it and figure it out. I'm, I've, I've only heard it referred to as a toy, but maybe they were calling it a toy and just like the non-toy box aspect of it all. That's possible. 
which is dumb because like every toy should go in the toy box, right? <laughs> I agree. But while we're here, I'm gonna pull a time warp. Whoa! No, good timing. That's great because Trollgore just spawned, so I can kill him. Quick, okay, do it we'll quick. Do, <laughs> do it while he's fighting Trollgore, so I have the upper. I have the upper hand. I'm going to give you boys 40 seconds to name as many correct responses to this question. The loser has to take a drink of alcohol. And <laughs> I thought I would be on topic this week and ask you guys to name as many of the 20 world bosses that are spawning in this event as possible. Lord. <laughs> I know, like, they don't mean anything to any of us, but maybe our listeners care. So, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I am ready. On your marks, get set, go. Trollgore, Black Queen, Black Knight, uh, Ingvar uh, the Beheader, Patchwork. Uh, Prince Kalisar. Um, um, damn, we um, went over like the four or five I've Lady done. Death Whisper. Um, shit, um, I did her. Um, Ooh, you did Lord, her? How, how was that ghost uh, pussy? Uh, it was <laughs> tight. Hang on, um, let me let me let me ask chat right now. Um, no, he's cheating. <laughs> he's cheating. <laughs> it's not cheating. I'm I'm asking a friend. I'm um, I'm, I'm DDoSing. Lady, um, um Lord Marogar, uh, King uh, Marogar, Stinky, uh, uh Big Trollgar, Razorgore, Storm. Bone Spin, Lady um, Finger, Death, Lady Deathfinger from X Men, <laughs> Lady Deathfinger from X Men. Lady Deathstrike. Okay, Ugh. so let me Same try thing. to tally this up. A lot of names were yelled at one time. So let's see. I don't think anyone said Noth the Bringer. I don't think anyone said Patchwork. Wait, Noth is there? You can be oh. Noth oh, okay. there? So Aaron got Patchwork. Um, Blood Queen Lanathel. That's me. Um, Professor Putricide. Um, I don't think anyone said that, right? No. Um, no. Slide got Lady Death Whisper. I don't think anyone named Scotty, right? No, which is sad. That's what we named our, our BNAT text chat after Scotty. We have Ingvar the Plunderer, which I believe... Um, I said Ingvar, I said, but I said You said, said Ingvar the first. I'll take it. I mean... But the, but if we were playing, if we were playing um, um, The Weakest Link, they would have buzzed him for that, for saying the beheader. I don't know. We should ask Jane Lynch. Tune in <laughs> on NBC's at 8 o'clock for the, okay. the Weakest Link. I don't think either of you guys said um, Prince Keliseth. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Check the tapes. God, Roll were back. you even listening immune? I kind of. I was trying. It's hard. Okay. Did one of you guys say the Black Knight? I don't think so, even though we I talked did. about it. Like, actually? Are you guys yes. trying to... No! Check the tape. Roll the tape back. Play it. Oh, God. Wrap it up and we can roll the tape back and you can listen to them all there. Okay. I mean, I will fully say if Slide has more than me, he wins because I only had three. Okay, did one of you guys say Bronjam or Tyrannus? No. I don't think so. I don't think anyone said Forgemaster Garfrost or Marwyn or Felric or Prophet Theranja or Novo Summoner. Um, Slide did say Trollgore, so I guess that puts him at four. Crickthier, the Gatewatcher, Prince Taldoram, and Elder Nedok. So I believe it is four to three in favor of slide um well you know what maybe i did see uh <clears throat> i did say uh novos the uh summoner and uh gate master <coughs> no, 
So I think I, I won. The gatekeeper. I actually, I think I also said, uh, I said. Precious okay, I'm cutting this off. I did a shit job of scoring this, so. <laughs> I am. Shot. I am drinking my drink. <sighs> okay. There you well, go. Shall we do the double and just go right into this review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it before we go back to talking about the event we have going on here. Okay. Well, we got ourselves another five star review this week that Ooh. was submitted. By our boy Bricko. 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 The sultry voice man himself. Buttery. I tell you what. <laughs> so true. But he says, Love my fellas. Great production and banter. The boys make you feel like you belong, regardless of your play styles and time you have to play. Fairly informative. I mean, I, I, I love that. I think that might be a future tagline here. Yeah. <laughs> and creativity is through the roof. Keep it up, DNR. Oh, thanks, bud. My heart done fell out my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, just ignore whatever I was going to say. I heard something about an asshole. Well, on that note, I'm going to take a shot now. Shot, I shot, too. shot, 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 shot for Brico. For Today Brico. I'm drinking beautiful Spedco <laughs> delivered to me by, uh, 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 what's what's Logan's name again? In uh, wow. Uh, oh, ugh. Yeah, let me my ugh. I don't want to drink this, guys. I really, I really, I'm not ready for this mentally. I'm not here. I'm sipping of the finest of ambrosias, delivered fresh from Polyphemus's stash. You sound, I've been playing a lot of Hades recently, and you sound like a character in Hades. Did you do book I voice am that character for, in ugh. Hades? I'm oh actually. God. This is this is my last episode before I become a big Hollywood hotshot. No, we're almost to a hundred. You you gotta you gotta come back. And there you go. We have to end it at ninety nine, boys. But yeah, thanks for the review, Bricko. Oh, just an overall shout out to Bricko. Go, you like he has a podcast that I listen to as well called The Third Faction. It's a really good community based podcast. They have somebody as a guest on every week and just interview them about like how they play and interact and wow in the community. It's pr- a pretty good listen. This last week they had Frasley on. And it's like, there's just like the voices. You got the sultry, buttery voice of Bricko. <laughs> you got some some beautiful accents going on over there. Now, when Demi. you say how you play, I assume you don't mean like physically how you hold your keys. Otherwise, have me on. I have a dark secret that <laughs> I have to tell the world. Oh, no. Have we ever exposed you on this podcast or no? I don't think we have. I was going to take right. a video of it for Halloween, but that's already passed. Also, that's too spooky. All right. Well, maybe it's time to unveil Aaron's twisted gameplay here, how he plays World of Warcraft. And now you're probably thinking, oh, is it with a controller? No. It's scarier. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts, boys and ghouls, because here it comes. Hey, wait, please. Okay, everybody play along at home. Aaron, I, I want you to walk us all through this and on where to put our hands, because I'm ready to play at home. <sighs> Be careful not to press spacebar and stop your recording, though, like me. <laughs> so there are two setups. When I am raiding slash attacking things, my fingers, the index rests on the left arrow, middle on the up arrow, and ring finger on the right arrow. Yes, I move using the so arrow wait, keys. Which hand is this? Is this your right hand? This is my right hand. Okay. And then... For my left hand, my ring finger is on one, middle finger on two, index finger on three, and then they move around based on what I need them to do. 
Now, okay. if I am actively questing and I need to click on something after I have killed, I move my entire unit with my right hand on the mouse and the left hand then goes to the arrow keys. I physically shift myself every time I kill an enemy. Crazy. That's crazy. Wait, so what if we just bought you like a mouse that had buttons on it that you could bind to like move no. with? No, I but could. But then it Well, okay. Well, also, I don't do a lot of like forward unless I'm uh like running in like a raid or something. Typically when I run, it's just middle mouse button. And then I do I move I turn myself by looking around by holding the right mouse and moving that way. Okay, I was worried that you literally used your left and right arrow keys to slowly no, rotate no. you around. Yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question here. I was going to be like, wait, so are you or are you not also a keyboard turner here? No, I am not a keyboard turner. The only time I use the arrow keys to move is typically in like long fights, like raids and stuff. Didn't you used to play? I could swear that your arms would make an X. Didn't your right hand used to hit one, two, three, and your left hand I was think, on the arrow keys? I think keys? it did because I I think I used to do that because I was like, well, I'm less familiar. I got to use my good hand to hit the buttons. But now I am more comfortable. Okay, I, I well, know what like, okay. my rotation is. Okay, well, the, the fact that you've uncrossed your arms is honestly a big enough change for it not to be that spooky anymore. Because I thought you were still <laughs> doing, like, Shinsuke, like, ah, movements with, like, your hands crossed and you're like, <laughs> like suck it. Like, that's what your hands are doing. <laughs> Some DX up in here. <laughs> so, did you feel personally attacked when you played a character through Exile's Reach and it said, place your left hand on Wazd? And your right no, hand yeah, on the literally, mouse. Yeah, literally, they were like, this is the ideal setup. And I was like, <coughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was, and they were threatening to make me hit W for the first time in my life. But then I hit forward on the arrow and it moved. And I said, I've beaten you again, Warcraft. <laughs> I win. There you go, everybody. There's a late spooky surprise for you, though. Not as spooky as it used to be. Yeah, it used to be a lot worse. Cat, you should see where his tongue was placed during all this. Oof. On the space bar. Yeah, you gotta jump with your tongue, you know? I just slam my head every time I gotta jump. <laughs> Donk! Okay, Growlina, time to tell us how you play World of Warcraft. Hint, she just runs around. On all fours. Wild. Like a bitch. She's Cut a female dog. Cut She's that. a female dog. Cut that. She's a female dog. It works out. We're cutting that one. I'm, I'm gonna edit it. I'm leaving it in. Another week passes, another petal falls from the tree of life. These are the days of our lives. And growl on the prowl. I'm here today with Marmadus. And Marm, all I want to know is how good did it feel to finally fight Nathanos? Eh, it was alright. I just wish I could have seen him. Why, whatever do you mean? When I landed in the area to fight him, my game just lagged out because of the crowds, and I couldn't see any models. My game was still playing sound, so I could hear him shooting at us, and I just slapped some buttons. Two minutes later, Tarande gets him, and I get a sword from it. Hmm. Well, I'll give you this, Marm. It might be a blessing in disguise. 
Now you can imagine just about anything happened during the fight. Think of all the cool mechanics he had for that fight. Think of how you yourself shut him down and saved the day. No one can really debate you, because no one can actually tell what happened. LOL, that's a good way of thinking about it. Trust me, with this old rig, I have to do a lot of imagining. But for now, I'm going to imagine us into the back half of the show. Zippity zoppity zoo! Okay, Growlina, thanks for covering us while we talked about anime history for eight minutes. It's me, Frieza. Okay, I'm on Wowhead, and uh, Final Fantasy XIV has an ad on Wowhead. Do they think they're cute or what? Because let me tell you, this little bitch, she ain't cute. Her eyeballs are too far spaced apart. Which one of the 17 same-looking races is that? Humans? Humans with pointed ears? Or stooped humans? It looks to be like a, almost like a gnome, but like an elf. So like a mini elf. Oh yeah, the little manchichi people. Manchichi, manchichi. Super cute and cuddly. I was going to say, this is a stooped human though. Mm. Next, Final Fantasy Stinky. I mean, it's probably not stinky. I just, I, I didn't like the gameplay when I was playing it. I played it during that brief Hong Kong, we're canceling Blizzard and still not knowing what we're doing phase. That's life. I watched Matt play it and the man, he, he did his spells too hard. He did his spells too hard. It was What do you scary. mean? Like he was like jamming he was his like, keyboard? No, no, not Matt. I mean, like his character was like doing flips and dips and he was just shooting fireballs. And it's like, I mean, nothing actually was wrong with it. It was just frightening. Too anime for me. Speaking of too anime for us, I feel like it's time for us to dive into personally my favorite part of this pre-patch, the Nathanos fight and the oh. cutscene that follows it. Thank God. I thought you were going to fruit baskets, and I was like, that's too anime for me. I can't handle fruit baskets right now. Well, if you want to start talking about Faruba, we can dive into that. I don't know what that means. Is that fruit basket? Yeah, it's a Japanese name for it or something. I don't know. I used to be a weeb. <laughs> used, used to be. To. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I may or may not own most of the manga of Fruits Basket. That's besides the point. But Do you have any, do you have any Garuga Mashiki? <laughs> No, it's I will say like DK <laughs> manga. Okay, let's talk about wow. Fuck the <laughs> fuck our memes. We can't we can't just be memes. Get your the- butt to SakuraCon <laughs> 2008. <laughs> I love sushi. Dad, what a great video. I gotta watch it again. Okay, so yes, let's talk about fucking dumping on fucking the Thanos. My wet dreams for the past six years have come true. Okay, so I was pissed off because like. During this fight, he does nothing but talk shit, like, to you. He's like, I think one of his voice lines is literally something along the lines of, even sour fangs, crippled corpse, Mm -hmm. who's so fucking old, crawled up and put up more of a fight against me than you people. I see you cowering there. As like, we're all, none of us have moved. It's like, no, not really. So how could uh, that's what, that part literally from the beginning? I was like, "Fuck this guy! How is an undead bitch in his cousin's body gonna be like even saw things, decrepit corpse, decrepit corpse? You are the epitome of decrepit corpse. You are a corpse, a literal corpse. They had to staple more meat to you because you were lacking. Ugh. 
And also, have we seen Sylvanas, like, I'm going to give you the hookup, Nathanos. Here's a here's some magic. Why is he supposed to be this epic man that takes a whole group plus one to kill? So I kind of agree in a way, but I, he was the only human uh, ranger general to serve the High Elves. So, like, you know, like what, um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. You, you, Blood Elf, useless man. Eye patch doesn't do shit. Horde leader. The fuck's his name? Lorthamar. Lorthamar. Yes, he was basically Lorthamar. Like, 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 be like, Lorthamar was high region general or whatever, and that used to be Nathanos's position under Sylvanas. So he actually is very skilled. But again, you're kind of right. He's literally in his 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 dead cousin's body. So I'm assuming in, just some in like his poopy infusion. little shack. Okay, yeah, I love that. He was like, oh, so you've come to kill me at my house? And I was like, this is your house? This is where you live? Dude, my dude, you were you were kissing the feet of the queen of the horde. She could have given you so much money out of the bank of Ogrimmar, and you live in this dirty-ass shack? Yeah, like, come on now. You had access to Ogrimmar's coffers. You could easily have paid for the fanciest mud hut available <laughs> they're not they're not that fucking expensive nathanos do an upgrade but yeah i mean like the fight was whatever i feel like he didn't he hasn't really posed that kind of a problem yet mostly because there's like 80 million people hitting him at once at any given time because the, the fact that he gives weapons is so good so everyone wants to kill him. And also people want to kill him just for fun. I killed him three times in one day just because I could. And also because if you wait long enough, he respawns in like a minute and a half. So you have no choice but to fight him. I will say his respawn timer is like so small that like the night of the release, I went up there to do my quest and I killed him. There were a lot of people there. So like when the cutscene started first playing, I thought like my computer was just freezing, but no, it was the cutscene playing. But that like besides that, when the cutscene was done, I came back and there was another group fighting him already. I, I was so impassioned about Nathanos that I missed the ice crowd boss I was sitting at because I was talking for too long. Maybe this is just a lesson that you shouldn't be in WoW when we're recording. Like we all agreed upon. Anybody got a pin? <laughs> Anybody got a pin in the chat? Like Haley Paramore herself said, that's what you get when you let your heart win. Well, never mind. Not important. Hey, fuck Haley. Why? Just kidding. It was a joke. Oh my god, took a okay. hint. Hey, she she came. She was spitting fire the other day. She was like, "Remember Paramore? One of them's a meanie." I think it was the basis. It really like he was like a dick. Yeah, he was a he was a big homophobe, and she's like, the reason he wasn't in Paramore. Is because he's a homophobe. Well, also okay. because Paramore hasn't been a thing since 2011. All right. Well, I'll, I'll stand Haley for that. So did did you guys notice Nathanos's choice of weapons that he used during this fight? Bows and a bow and two axes. Uh, yeah. I first thought I was like, why is he? Why is he using two axes? So I kind of interpreted this as like he's using the bow when facing all of us because you know he's. A skilled ranger but then when taronda comes out of the mist or something then he picks up two axes and it made me feel as if it was an unwritten makara oh kind of. i guess i could see that because that kind of makes sense but he doesn't he hate makaras i feel like he's like these are shitty also i think he wanted to die 
He probably didn't want to well, die. Yeah, he was probably a little upset that Sylvanas was like, "I'm ascending to be a death god," and he's like, "Where do you want me, my lady? Go live in your mud hut." Oh no, um, but I, I guess in classic he used axes. I don't think he had a bow in classic, so it's a throwback. They are throwing a lot of bones to nostalgia and to the classic people, and fucking smart let me tell you those two hounds he has also in classic they know what they're fucking doing so it just adds to the list of things that we don't understand or care about but like all of these other people that are bolstering classic and are coming back to the game will care about yeah i guess that is yep. really smart they're like oh fuck he has his axes and his, his hounds hell yeah and i'm just like i just signed him. up for two years of content suckers we got him okay but so my first time killing with Thanos, he was at 10 percent health and I was like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? A cinematic, black screen, nothing. He just was dead. So after going to Wildhead, I saw the fucking cinematic. Ooh, it's cinematic time, boys. Oh, let me say, I was very happy with aspects of this cinematic, but I do not like that after we whooped him from 100% to like 5%, the cinematic starts with him just like shooting shots under his legs, doing like trick shots, like, ha 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 ha, you're so pitiful. Not a single one of you has hit me. And it's like, we, yes, we have, sir. We did most of your health and damage to you, sir. Fuck him. So he gets shot with an arrow from afar, and fucking Taronda pins him to a wall, and he's like, oh, I've been shot, whatever. Now, this part that made me mad was that even though Taronda got to kill him, it still felt like the Alliance didn't win the fight. Yeah, because he, he was out there talking mad shit, like, kill me and send me to your lady. Mm, your your leader of nothing but a bunch of burnt elves. Yeah, and I think maybe, this might be too hopeful, but maybe this is going to play into something with the reason why Tyrande is like so gung-ho and she's the first one to jump into the portal to the Shadow Realm, uh, Shadow, not the Shadow, the Shadow Realm, Yuki boy, into the Shadowlands, and maybe we will get some kind of resolution with Tyrande and all of us getting some kind of feel-good kill against Sylvanas. I would or love to think that. But with history showing, we probably will never see Tyrande for like three more patches into Shadowlands. They seem to just always leave that shit hanging for way too long. And when they bring it back, it's like, oh, cool, I guess. But, but then they do it in a way that's like the Alliance didn't really get their win. They still got shafted. He wasn't uh, humbled. He wasn't humiliated. He was talking shit. And the best thing she got was cutting him off. And that's it. And I'm like, that's fine that she killed him and said, foretell Drasil. But it's like, I don't know, make his death mean something more? Or, oh, poopy. or because he's a nasty zombie, just chop off his arms, chop off his legs. It's not like he needs those. Chop off his jaw. Yeah, this is extreme, but it's not like you're killing anyone that matters because he's a corpse already. Okay. And then, I don't know, just throw him in the ever-impregnable Stormwind Stockade, just where he can't do anything. They can do even better, which is the most annoying part. The fact that he was like, Toronto, kill me, kill me, and I'll be united with my queen who I love. Why didn't Toronto just whistle, call in Maiev, whose literal whole thing is putting people in prisons for tens of thousands of years, and just lock him up? Lock him up? 
up. Put him in the fucking warden jails and let him rot there where he can't get to Sylvanas. She can't break him free. And that's it. He's tortured by being away from his eternal soul. And she goes, nah, I'm going to cut his throat. So he goes to the Shadowlands where we're all going anyway. Yeah, I think it's also a commentary about how, like, after she became the... It's called Night Warrior, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, after she became the Night Warrior, she has also been kind of consumed by, like, vengeance. So, like, Sylvanas was triggered by, like, one person saying a Starkey comment, and then she'd burn down all of Teltersil. I feel like Taronda, one comment from Nathanos is like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking kill this this rube right now. Which is fair. I, I, I honestly don't know how Taronda could resist slitting his throat in that moment. Like, he's right there. He's wronged your people and you so many times. Cut him down. Honestly, overall, I felt like Taronda finally felt truly badass in this cinematic. Oh, when she blasted mm-hmm. his dog. Oh, yeah, she, she cooked his doggies without even looking at him. That was fucking sick. Okay, but I also do have two complaints about the cinematic. Two. One of two. Do you guys want to hear complaint A or complaint B first? Ooh, hit me with A. Um, why did Tyrande, why was Taronda walking like she shit her pants the entire cinematic? She was walking like, oh, I'm coming. I just shit myself. Like her legs, her thighs were so far apart as she waddled into this fight. Do you know how long it takes to fly from the ruins of Teldrassil to Eastern Plaguelands? She didn't time it out. Saddle sword. <laughs> <laughs> actually i think no i think that's the real explanation here what i was gonna say though was that has she always had those i noticed in the cinematic she had like those hip guard plate things that some of the the cloth sets have she definitely has not so that was probably adding the bulk to like how she was walking and her gait because before i think it was just it was just like a robe right like just like a white robe ish thing but yeah like- yeah So I was like, oh, she's, like, carrying some extra weight on her hips there. But also, I feel like the design team, like, like, zoomed in on her booty. And, like, we're, like, we're going to up, we're going to buff Taronda's booty by, like, 50%. That had to be what it was. Because the minute the cinematic started, I was like, why is she walking like Tommy Pickles over here? Like, she's literally coming on in, like, pulling out her screwdriver out of her diaper to open the fence. Like... She's walking through, but but then it was like two dogs fried, and I forgot about it until the end when she walked away like Tommy Pickles. She's like, it's high noon. (laughs) Uh, Then also my other complaint. It's not really a complaint. It's actually really good that it was turned on. Aaron, did you have on subtitles for your your cinematics? Yes, I did have subtitles. So each one began with hashtag ominous music. Yes. So like, I'm a big fan of closed captioning if someone's talking to me and i can just like listen to them and read it that's fine but the way that the captions were stylized was really fucking distracting like all caps ominous music all caps grunt all caps grunt all caps grunting continues and i'm like can we stylize this better smaller italicized something put like the stars before and after like normal people or something because, like, when it was just, like, people talking, it looked fine because it wasn't all caps. But, like, the sound effects, the way that they, like, wrote them out definitely did not do the actual sounds justice. My favorite was lock opening. Like, what does that fucking sound like? Like, that, that somebody who's deaf has no <laughs> idea what that fucking means. Like, what the hell? My enemy compared to the dump truck. But it's just, like, I don't know. Don't, don't do all caps. It looks goofy. And it kind of ruined my screenshots when he, when she was like cutting his throat. And it says, 
cuts throat. Gurgling sound from throat. Get a better writer for him. How about me? Hire me. I can do it. And speaking of a character with a sizable dump truck, it's this week's sexiest NPC of the week. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we're looking at, for a long time, if you catch my drift, (laughs) local worgen druid Celestine of the Harvest. Ooh, the harvest has made it to the list. So, we've mentioned Celestine recently, and I just want to clarify. Is this, like, Celestine as her whole? Just certain aspects of Celestine? Her whole? What do you mean her whole? I'm definitely thinking about Celestine's whole. Getting too sexy out here, I mean, what the fuck? Her holes? (laughs) Her canine confines. Ew. Let me just say, I meant, are we talking about both her worgen form and her, like, decrepit corpse of a human form? (laughs) Oh, W-H-O-L-E, not (laughs) H-O-L-E. I was like, you nasty bitch. What is this? What are we doing? Okay, I got it. Well, personally, I find her worgen form to be more appealing, though the internet does not. If you do a Google search for her, there is so many pictures, descriptions, at least one pregnant fan art image of just old ball-headed <laughs> Celestine. And I'm like, I don't get it. I, like, I don't... Isn't she, like, probably too old to become pregnant? Um, What are you saying? I, I don't know. I mean, she has some wrinkles and she's ball-headed, but maybe she is... I don't even know. This... Just, I I saw that image and I was like, oh no. This brings me back to my question 40 episodes ago. Could a druid switch forms and give birth in different forms? Go orca form, pop the baby out in the water. It'd be easy, so easy. Because the baby won't change with you, but your diameter of your hee-haw would change. It'd be easier, correct? Am I wrong? Anybody? So it would so be maybe, easy to shoot out a human with, with an orca hoo-ha. Right? So maybe what happened was that Celestine in this picture's canon got pregnant in her worgen form. Is that be okay, is that easier or harder? I'm trying to imagine wolves versus humans. It's gotta be harder. It's gotta be way harder. Actually, I don't want to think about this anymore. Let's change the topic. Yeah, but but straight up though, have you seen her Hearthstone card? That's looking beautiful, baby. Wait, she's in Hearthstone. It also, yeah, she's in Hearthstone. She is she the gatekeeper? No, she has her own Hearthstone card. Although I don't think it looks very much like what she actually does. I think they they beautified her a lot. At least like her shoulders and the dress she's wearing. Oh wait, yeah, hold yeah, on. I see this right now. Wait, also is are her shoulders and like the set in general, that's like the Dark Shore set, isn't it? Wait, is that really her? Because you're on customwildcards.com. Is this the art that's actually used for her? The comments oh, say no. it is, but I'm on Hearth Cards. Actually, hold up. I don't know, yeah, because this is customhearthstonecard.com. Dang. Dang. Yeah, that's a fake one because I also saw a different card earlier that had a different description. Dang. You got fucking got. Fucking fuck the internet, am I right? Well, why doesn't it she have like a Hearthstone card? card? Why doesn't she have one? 
She deserves one. I mean, to be fair, we also deserve a Hearthstone card, so we can if we if we can get one, that'd be great. So I think she's looking real good. I think she is the epitome of doing the most with the least with her basic ass Mog. But apparently, she apparently she is most well known from older fogies out there who, when they introduced her in Kata, she had the physical model of the new Worgen face but had the old worgen face I was just going to say looked she looked like a monster for like 2 years I I made the mistake of going to the images and seeing her old school face and my god it looks fucking horrible They let her be like that for like ever Well I will also say it's pretty admirable that I feel like she oh my god no I just see the picture right now this is my first time seeing this image that you guys are talking about <laughs> Oh no Looks so bad. I'm glad she's sexy now, but damn, so yeah, you were an ugly come, broad. She's come a long, long way since then. Man, but I was just going to make a comment about how she basically is the backbone of, like, druid, like druids, like, who are coming up, right? Like, mm-hmm. she teaches all of the, isn't it the night elves and morgans? Yeah, and she apparently is out there doing all of the night elf and morgan stuff. She's in, like, the battlegrounds. She helped them take Darkshore back from the Horde. She's fucking out there fighting for our rights. And nothing sexier than fighting for our rights. Am I right, ladies? On Woo. this Veterans Day of all days. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tapartos. Veterans Day. Shout out to Tapartos, my veteran. Shout out to Telamon. I believe that our current political climate is 1000% because of him and his three clones contributions. He did what he could for voter fraud and it worked. Don't tell Fox News. <laughs> he said, everyone make three light clones of yourself and have all of them vote. Breaking news, foreigner clones himself and votes four times in the primary election. Now, you know, you're, you're joking, but watch them use this clip on Fox News. Guys, our cat, Illyria, is knocked out on the back, and it's so cute. I'm going to take a picture. I am posting it on Twitter, and if it doesn't get 10,000 likes, I'm going to kill myself. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. That's a joke. But please give it 10,000 likes. Anyways, Celestine of the Harvest, I've harvested this award for you. And I'm going to go give it to you in your little house. Woo! Smile. Smile. Also, this is a, a side fun fact. Do you know that every single Worgen NPC used to be a human during the day and a Worgen at night? And then people are like, we want to see the the doggies. And they were like, okay. Oh, I actually did we'll not ma- know we'll, that. We'll make them change. Now, normally we would go into our final segment to end the show here, but I have a call to action to all of you. Yes, you. Wait, points wait. At computer can screen. We, can we call it a call to arms and then we can use the quest text from the call to arms quests that we get from the moat people? Yes. Sponsored by Lady in the Fight House, a new call to arms. Wow! And this week's call to arms is, I'm tired of looking at your good mogs. I want to see what you really look like. So you need to go to the demoggers. You need to turn off everything. And you need to send us a picture at our tweeter at Do Not Relent Pod, and we will talk about all of your ugly, <laughs> real clothes. I'm actually really, really excited for this, because even if nobody submits anything, I have no idea what I look like on Transpog. So, like, what the fuck am I going to reveal? 
all of a sudden I remembered I had a tabard. I had a shirt. <laughs> I have a giant dinner plate on my face. Gosh, oh golly, I don't remember any of those things. Yeah, I also don't know what I'm like supposed to look like without Mog. God, this is going to be uh, interesting. So yeah, send us like a, like a before and after or something or just the after. I, I mean, I guess what we're really going to be talking about is the not mogged looks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you go from before, people are going to dress up and look real cute. We want you to look ugly. And I don't know, maybe maybe I throw in a prize or something. Maybe I'll, I'll get drunk enough that I'll be like the winner gets something who I like. And then I'll crown myself the winner. <laughs> then I'll get the prize. So you got to try extra hard because you know Slide's going to pick himself. <laughs> I guess we can do a council style and we all can vote. I'm, I'm voting for me. I'm not promising a prize, but I mean, I'm just going to say it. I probably will do something. So I'm, I'm extra. It's going to be a three-way tie between the three of us. And the prize will be $100 that we have to pitch in 33 Oh. And we'll, we'll just trade. We'll, we'll we'll give sixty six dollars between the other two. <laughs> we gotta do that. It'd be great. It'd be funny. So now we are going into our final segment. We definitely didn't try and record a goof em up for the next episode for the past twenty minutes. And this final entry is our top toot, bottom boot, medium boot. Pew 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 pew. Slide whistle. What is your TTBBMM? I got me one of them top toots this week. Oh boy. And my top toot is I finally finished my Najatar meta achievement and I got my mount and I got my title and I'm fucking, I never have to go back to that fucking place ever again. Ooh, congratulations. I'm right behind clap, you. Clap, I think. Clap, clap, clap. I think it's me next week. Yeah, I actually missed a week. So it was like, I don't want to go back. But I have my Of the Deeps title. I have my Strand Crawler Crab. It's a cool little crab, which I thought would be really fun to ride around in. And then it honestly kind of really bothers me that it walks sideways. But a mount's a mount, and I like that I finished it. I can't imagine many Amen. other people did. Uh, what about you, Aaron? What's your TTBBMM? Well, this week, I have a powerful medium moot. Medium moot. So, Cubbybub and I have been doing the Balance of Power quest line. Ooh, getting those artifact appearances. You know it. And this week, we had but a meager 8 to 10 remaining. So, we ran through Nighthold, and Cubbybub needed 10. And as we fell Gul'dan... She only received nine. Oh, no. The same thing happened to Slide, I think. It mm. did. So she has to go another week, which is the bottomest of boots. Brum, but brum. your boy got it. So, so you're I good. have my appearance, so it's a medium moot. It's a net, it's a net neutral. <laughs> Oh, also, it, it took us two weeks to do this, and so now it will take Cubbybub three. Oh, man. Wait, hold up. So has she done it on other difficulties, though? That for They patched that out like very recently. That doesn't... Are you sure they did, or are you guessing yes, they did? Yes, I they did. I read a Wowhead thing, because we tried it on... When we were doing the Emerald Dream part, we tried it on other difficulties. So... We did it on Heroic and then started it on Mythic. Emerald and Dream does is not affected by it. Emerald Dream, you can't do that on, but with Nighthold, you could. 
So maybe hmm. so because like it's I, worth a shot. Check check that I hold comments because I should be up there on the most recent comments. If 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 anyone's comment is higher than me, then yes. But I know I remember the, that the nightmare for some reason the same rules don't apply to Nighthold. They like tweak something just for Nighthold. So you she hmm. she might be able to do it. Maybe because Lynn Lynn got one extra shard as well when he ran it about a month ago, uh, doing uh, heroic instead of normal or whatever. I will relay that information. Perhaps there is still hope. Ba, ba, ba. But immune. What is your TT BBMM? Okay, I think I'm gonna do a two part, quick top toot. Toot toot. My top toot combo here is that I've been really enjoying leveling my shaman, my dark iron flamewick through Northrend. He just dinged level thirty, so I'm making some progress there. And I think that elemental feels really fun. And I feel like I might be having like the slide whistle effect where it's like every new alt I play, I'm like, yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just been fun. It feels good right now. I just got flying. So the rest of it should be pretty easy. And then also my like little addendum to like more top tootdom is that I just got over 1 million gold again. Whoa, you rich bitch. Great. Yeah, so that's um my top toot 2.0 for this week nice all right well with that we're done um i was just looking at spotify or aaron was and we saw that for some reason episodes one through three of the podcast aren't on spotify i'm checking to see if they're on everywhere else but I'm making sure that nothing is weird on any any other services if you guys notice anything i guess let me know through email at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweeted us on twitter at do not relent pod it's really weird. Um, also, don't forget to submit your uh, your unmogged mogs. We want to see those ugly shoulders. We know you're fucking wearing out there. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. And like I acknowledge, I'm very far behind at updating it. I will do that someday. Sorry. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can read our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. We are out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Good luck on camping out Orange Brundram for your 34 slot bags, and hopefully you don't get so bored that you stop playing Prepatch for Shadowlands, because we got two weeks, baby. Less than that. And remember, another down. Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish!